It's almost a Black Monday in the NFL. A ton of injury reports coming out from some big teams in contention. The Arizona Cardinals, uh, they did not avoid that. The latest on their franchise quarterback, Kyler Murray, could he be out of the lineup this upcoming Sunday against the San Francisco 49ers and the Cardinals? Do they need to keep up in the NFC West arms race? Things just got interesting. It's Bo, it's Alex. We're off of our mini buy. It's locked on Cardinals. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All rise up, Red Sea. How you feeling? Hopefully a couple days have worn off the sting from Thursday night football, the loss. Anybody know what A.J. Green was doing? Yet, I mean, we knew there was an audible on the play. We knew there was miscommunication, but still no light has really been shined on what the hell actually happened, which cost the Arizona Cardinals their chance at an eighth consecutive win to start the season. Monday morning, we're live with you because we took a little mini buy. We took yesterday. I was traveling. Alex was just enjoying the NFL Sunday, and uh, we're with you live. And we'll, of course, post the podcast wherever you find podcasts. It'll be up on YouTube. You can check it out wherever you usually find Locked on Cardinals, which we appreciate you tuning in each and every day and making us your first listen. Uh, Alex, you know, we've got the big news. The Arizona Cardinals' main uh, threat as far as the NFC West is concerned just added a big, huge piece uh, in the form of a pass rusher. Looks like Aaron Donald's going to have a legitimate running mate, and we'll get into what that means for the Arizona Cardinals. Do they need to make a, a counter move? But most importantly, this Arizona Cardinals team is battered. It's tattered. You know, you've got the news about Derrick Henry. Looks like he's headed for surgery. That's an AFC team. That doesn't really impact the Arizona Cardinals. You've got uh, news about Jameis Winston out for the season. He's got a torn ACL. Reports are there. You know, injuries all around the league and a trade as well. You know, but uh, what do you, what's the biggest thing you're thinking about as far as this Arizona Cardinals team's concerned on Monday going into week nine? That, that the majority the of the majority teams of the team. that uh, were atop the, NF, the NFL didn't play well on Sunday. You know, yeah. ex- except for the Rams, who took care of business against the lowly Texans. Uh, obviously, the game was a lot looked a lot closer score-wise than it actually was. Um, everybody, all of the teams looked human. Um, um, the Bills against Miami. Uh, the Bengals lost to a bad team. The Titans had to go to overtime to beat the Colts. Obviously, those are all AFC teams. The Cowboys eked one out with Cooper Rush, a quarterback. Obviously, that's grading on the curve the most out of all of them. Uh, the Packers against the Cardinals, and then the Bucks lost to the Saints. Like, if there were if there were to be a performance by all the teams that the Cardinals would have to face in the NFC, that's exactly what you'd want to see on the Sunday after the Cardinals excrement the bed at home on Thursday night football for the majority of that game, even though they had a chance to win it, obviously at the end. So yeah, th- it was the best possible, uh, you know, outcome for the Cardinals to watch on Sunday. Like, man, all of these teams, none of them were world beaters in the NFL. None of them. I mean, I guess you yeah. could say the Rams, but you know, they played, they had a bye week pretty much yesterday. I mean, Trevor Simeon beats Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah. the, the Buccaneers had a bad loss. Tom Wild. Brady made some bad plays at the end of that game. 
And it's just like the Arizona Cardinals after Thursday night football, as you sit there and you try to pick up the pieces and you're kind of a, having a knee-jerk reaction to what you just witnessed. And it was shocking because the Cardinals were in such a good position to either tie the game or just outright win the game, one that they really didn't have any business winning. Uh, once that kind of shock wore off, you're like, damn, they, now they got to deal with all these injuries. I mean, Kyler Murray, according to Jay Glazer, could he could be staring down a one- to three-week uh, recovery from a substantial ankle injury. Um, and then you've got uh, you're, you're dealing with Rodney Hudson. He's trending towards potentially coming back this week. DeAndre Hopkins, who is just subbing himself in the game, apparently, uh, dealing with the hamstring injury. You've got Zayvon Collins, an AC joint injury. You've got, I mean, it's just, a, we saw Chase Edmonds go down in that game. As far as health, the Arizona Cardinals are pretty much par for the course with around the league and, and have may, maybe outside of the J.J. Watt injury where he, you know, there's the, Steve Kime told the Cardinals flagship that the door is still open for him to potentially return this season with just tons of injuries in his one arm. Like, I, I don't know even why they didn't just amputate it. But uh, it, it's it, the Cardinals are just dealing with what everybody else is dealing with, and and luckily get a couple extra days to get ready for the 49ers. But you know, there's the the, the question I think that we're going to try to answer today is not necessarily punting on the Niners game, but really, really just precautionary reasons. Rain back your stars, get everybody healthy because you are playing with a little bit of house money right now and just get everybody ready for the stretch run. Yeah, I don't know about house money. I mean, it's it, it when, when you're set with a situation like this, if they would have won on Thursday, I would think differently, but you can't lose to San Francisco. You just can't no. lose to them. So what we looked at on Sunday yesterday was Trevor Simeon, Mike White, Cooper Rush. Mike White, I think, it doesn't really matter. I mean, unless we're looking at a Kirk Cousins RG3 situation with the Jets, which would actually be completely set up I don't think uh, – uh, I think his name is Mike White, right? Uh, he's He was a later-round pick, you know, and RG3 was second overall, just like um, Zach Wilson. So the interesting part about all of this is Colt McCoy is by far a better quarterback than all those guys that won on Sunday. So when you go in on Sunday with an elder statesman like Colt McCoy who knows the offense, if the offensive line can hold up, if Rodney Hudson comes back, and it's, we're still not 100% sure if that's going to happen, the Cardinals should 100% win that game. If Kyler Murray were to miss time, and Jay Glazer was the first to tweet out, it's a one or two or one to three week uh, sprained ankle injury. We'll talk about that more in depth. But they should 100% going into that get, go into that game thinking they should win. They have the better roster, even with yeah. Cole McCoy quarterback. There's a couple different schools of thought there. I mean, like, is it is it a game that you can win without your stars? Is it a game that you're just willing to concede? I don't think anybody's going to concede in the NFL any given, especially with how tough, especially with the move that just went down today with the Rams going out and getting Vaughn Miller and adding him to their pass rush. It's just like what the Arizona Cardinals have done. One put the Rams in a position where they're going to be aggressive. We're going to get into the conversation about what the Arizona Cardinals' potential counter move could be. Because it, it is a two-team race in, in the NFC West. I don't care that the Niners won yesterday. I don't care that the Seahawks won yesterday. Uh, they they proved that they can still put together enough uh, plays in a game to win a game. But, you know, it was against some pretty inferior opponents in, in the Chicago Bears that aren't close in Justin Fields' first year and the Seahawks just having an easy time in their game, uh, just beating up on Jacksonville. But 
you know, I, I think that you're right, especially if it's a one-game situation with Colt McCoy. And, and I think the Niners are a good team to where they're, they play tough enough on defense to where you're not – where Kyler Murray's not going to be out of harm's way. He's actually going to be in, in a prime position to either tweak his ankle again or take on more, more wear and tear. That Colt McCoy, you can get him in there. There's not much tape as far as what he looks like in this Arizona Cardinals offense outside of the preseason. He can be a guy that can go in there and win a game. And what's what's the cliche about backup quarterbacks? They can win you three games. They can lose you three games. And he could probably go in there, win this game for the Cardinals, get the ball, distribute it to the playmakers that are available. I would probably take DeAndre Hopkins out into this mix as well. Yeah. I mean, Cole McCoy is an interesting one because obviously this is going to sound like a homer take, but it's not. Just look at his career. Everywhere he's gone, he's taken the job from somebody else for at least one game. Where, the, where they've looked at the starter and be like, oh, is Cole McCoy a better option? Cleveland, New York, Washington. He's started more games maybe to give the ba- the starting quarterback a little bit more rest. He's gone in and nobody's been like, well, they're going to lose this game for sure because he can huck it. Like the dude at one point was looked at as one of the best and probably still is one of the best and most efficient college quarterbacks ever, at least in the last 20 years when he was, when he was with Texas. And if he didn't hurt his shoulder or whatever on the second play of the game against Alabama, they win that game and Mark Ingram doesn't have a national championship. Like Colt McCoy is the floor for him is higher than at least a handful of starters in the NFL right now. I just so, think Colt McCoy does get like behind the you, you don't know what you're gonna necessarily get from him right out of the gates, and he does thrive in his first start and then comes back to earth you know he, he comes falling just plummeting back to earth because we saw it with the giants last year comes in from danny dimes successful with that giants team then he then he has a few hiccups and it doesn't look good i mean he's a, he's your quintessential backup and i think if you're going to ever kind of rely on him this is a good opportunity to really stretch out getting kyler murray some extra rest for that ankle and and, and just let him let him sit out this game and then move forward. I mean, they made it through the murderer's row portion of the murderer's row season schedule wise. They made it through the toughest part. Sure. There's going to be speckled around, you know, uh, they have the Rams in a couple weeks. They have the Seahawks. They'll probably get Russell Wilson back at that point because he's a demon. I mean, he's, he's a guy that like, he never missed time. So if he could have thrown with his left hand, he would be out there. Um, they have Carolina. It's a tough defense at home coming up. Sunday, they have to win. And if that means that Colt McCoy, and I, I say they have to win on purpose because you need, I've changed my thoughts on this. You need to win the division. You need that home game, in my opinion, because the NFC West is so top, and the NFC is so top heavy. So if they can go in, they're going to trust Colt McCoy at 100% over Kyler Murray at 65%. And I think it's the right move. We don't know yet. And I know we're going long here, so we got a jet, but. I think it's a no-brainer, even if Kyler says, I want to go, and he's got an ankle injury. Because you're right, this is a long journey. We're technically like three days away from it being the halfway point of the season. So I would much rather start Colt McCoy on Sunday and just sit Kyler. I mean, even because they you, need have, to win. you have a chance to, to say that, look, to say that they can't win with Colt McCoy, that's completely wrong. I mean, he's, right. cap- he's fully capable of going out there and winning the game, especially with the Cardinals and their playmakers. And and how I saw I, I know you don't mean to overreact to preseason, but he just does a really good job, especially in Cliff Kingsbury's offense, and getting the ball in the hands of the playmakers and then letting them go to work. 
if they can do that, uh, and it's going to be a grinded out no matter which quarterback is going to be in the starting lineup for the Arizona Cardinals. It's going to look very similar to what it did a couple weeks ago. That's what the Niners are going to try to do at home on that horrible field surface. That's another concern playing at Levi's Stadium. Have they figured that crap out yet? I mean, it's one of the worst surfaces in the league. You want your guy to go in there with a bad ankle. I don't know if that's the best idea. But, uh, you know, I, I think that this is just – it's an easy answer. I think you make the answer – or the, the the move right now and say, hey, this it's going to be Colt McCoy this week. If you want maybe the to play games in the media with, with Cliff Kingsbury and who's going to start a quarterback, fine. But hopefully internally they've made the decision already, especially on the heels of the Jay Glazer report where he's saying that Kyler Murray, uh, you know, he's legitimately sprained his ankle. It's a medial ankle sprain. They'll know more, especially in the next couple of days. It's Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Rams, the team that the Arizona Cardinals are vying for the NFC West with, have pulled off a huge move. We'll talk about the move for the Rams, what it means for them, and what it means for the Arizona Cardinals. Do they need to get after it before tomorrow's trade deadline? We're going to break that down here on Locked On Cardinals. They do need to tell you about Direct TV Stream. It's where you can get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. DirecTV Stream brings you live TV, on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, live events, movies, and shows on demand all in one place. Best part, no annual contract. Stop waiting to get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. It's directtv.com. So we're going to be live tomorrow for the trade deadline show. We'll see if the Arizona Cardinals move, make any moves. You know, We got you covered, especially on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Uh, you've got the NFL trade deadline show for, for our entire network reaction to every move plus second half season preview much more catch the live trade deadline show from noon to uh, about two that's tomorrow on the lockdown NFL YouTube page so Bo Brock Alex Clancy hanging out with us make sure you're following along on Twitter at B-O-B-R-E-C-K at Clancy's Corner and at lockdown AZ cards we've got uh, we've got the Arizona Cardinals main contender in the NFC West. I mean, same record as the Rams. Rams pull off a move today for Von Miller. Von Miller, who spent his entire career in Denver, 110 and a half career sacks. He's got four and a half on the season, and he joins Aaron Donald on that uh, front seven. Leonard Floyd, it's just uh, it's pretty daunting when you think about it, especially even though the Arizona Cardinals offensive line, when it's all put, when it's all together, and they're not facing major injuries, has played very well. I mean, that's a that's a major addition to this Rams team. Sure. Um, I Yeah, I guess. I mean, he's four days younger than J.J. Watt, and J.J. Watt looks like the oldest dude in the world, and Von Miller's like, oh, he's Von Miller. Like, I don't I don't understand that whenever Rams make a move, it's a genius thing, and then when the Cardinals make a move, it's oh, like it's a double old, standard. You know? It's a double standard. So no let me – so, but the question I want to ask, cool, Von Miller's going to be there – it's for two second day picks. You got to think. I looked it up. I think it's a second and a third because I looked up the Rams draft picks next year. Okay. Let's just look at this macro moving forward. They have a fifth and a seventh. And I think they get a compensatory third. Okay. That's it. So there's two different schools of thought. One, you go and get who you can because draft picks are crapshoots and you just hope that you know the um the incubator allows the salary cap to work around what you want for more than nine games because Von Miller I think is it, he just signed a one year deal he opted in or whatever it was uh, with the Rams 
or with the Broncos, they have two picks next year. Okay. <laughs> it gets more expensive to keep players than less expensive when you don't have draft picks. How's Tutu Atwell doing? Ask Sosa Cremendous from Locked on Rams. Their one main draft pick last year. So Tutu Atwell can't stay on the field. He makes Andy Isabella look like an all pro guy. Okay. <laughs> so sure, right now, absolutely. It's going to take him a week or two to learn the scheme. Okay. I'm sure Von Miller will be fine, but it's going to be more name recognition. And this is just another top heavy centric move that the Rams made. It looks amazing right now, right? Trade away future assets, get Von Miller. Okay. Three years ago, this would have been awesome. That's exactly what people are saying about the Cardinals with all their moves. The Cardinals moves have been working and we'll see what happens with the Rams, but sure. It's a daunting Aaron Donald Von Miller. Imagine them on the same side of the field. How are you going to block that? Like I completely understand, but I think in name, it's a little bit scarier than what we're actually going to see on the field, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, it is one of the, I mean, four and a half sacks. He's still producing. It's, 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 it's the same questions that you would have for JJ Watt. You know, can he stay healthy? I don't think he brings the leadership qualities, obviously not even close, but they've already got those in that locker room. You know, from from the top as far as their head coach and, and Sean McVay to you know the quarterback to on the defensive side, Aaron Donald uh, is is huge as far as that defense is concerned. He's still the, the the number one guy. Arizona Cardinals did a very good job against Donald. I know he got to Kyler Murray once, but now it just adds to the mix, and it's just a it's a ferocious pass rush. It is. I mean, you can't take away. It's a good move by the Rams, but you're right. I mean, is there a double standard? Is it everything that they do gold, and then what the Arizona Cardinals do? It's either panned and, and people are criticizing it. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt about it. Uh, I mean, I saw a thing today where it's like the MVP is Matthew Stafford's to lose. I mean, that's been the that's been what you guys have been, what the national media has been painting up since he ma- they made the move for Stafford. They wanted that. He was the darling. The Rams are the darlings for some reason because they want, what, L.A. to be successful because it's good for the league? Uh, I mean, come on. I, I will tell you the offense looks otherworldly. I mean, I know it was against Houston. Matt Stafford has shown that he's the real deal. I mean, he's the real deal when he needs to be, I, again, Houston. But, I mean, Cooper Cup is breaking all sorts of records. Everybody knows the ball's going to him and you can't stop him, regardless of what TJ Ward says about him, how he's a glorified uh, glorified slot receiver. Like, that whole thing on Twitter was... Yeah, they did. Um, it's... But just, just watching... Yards. Yeah, but just watching... I mean, we, we have to understand, sure, the Cardinals beat him. Absolutely. Great win. It was a signature win of the year for the Cardinals. But that doesn't mean that the Rams aren't a very, very good offensive team. And they have their they have their flashes on defense, absolutely, because because they have their top heavy. Uh, and the, the guy they traded for, the linebacker, they traded in the, tra- the Kenny Young trade, had a pick yeah. against Davis Mills. So, I mean, you have to respect what they're doing. But, sure, the onslaught of love for the Rams and the Seahawks and the 49ers. It's just kind of Stockholm syndrome where it's just like, that's what you're used to doing from the national media. Um, Kyle Shannon's obviously under fire finally, but yeah, man, I mean, the Cardinals need to still take care of business regardless of how much pub the Rams are getting. That doesn't affect the Cardinals directly on the field. You know, it's something it's fodder to talk about. Sure. And it's always going to be that way until the Cardinals win the division. Yeah. And once they win and the division, people will t- people will think differently. 
And what's, what do the Arizona Cardinals have to do between now and tomorrow, the NFL trade deadline? Do they need to be aggressive? What positions do they need to fill uh, between now and just, what, 24 hours from now in the NFL trade deadline? Let's uh, get into that conversation. Um, let's talk about Bilt Bar real quick. Alex, the best tasting protein bar on the planet. That's what I was going to say, Bo. Uh, it's also the healthiest candy bar on the planet, if you want to think about it that way. If you haven't tried a Bilt Bar by now, you're missing out. Um, yeah, truly, especially with how much we've talked about this, there's going to be a, a distribution center in Phoenix. It's going to be easier than ever to get your own built bar. Most protein bars are chalky, um, gross, waxy. Like it's, it's a chore to eat them. Not built bar. They're soft. They're chocolate covered and they're like five bites. Like you don't have to eat 38 bites of something to get the protein you need. Built bar has you covered with that. There's 18 grams of protein less than five grams of sugar. They're low carb, low calorie, low fat, low sugar, high in protein. And all the healthy benefits that you need from a protein bar. Mm -hmm. The flavors like Bo's favorite is salted caramel. Mine's orange, which is a seasonal one. We tried cookie dough chunk, which is ridiculously good. There was mm -hmm. a blueberry muffin we just tried. There's a paranormal pumpkin that was out for a while. Built Bar is coming out with a new limited time flavor every three to four days. Some of the ones I mentioned, some new ones. So check their website often. You don't want to miss out. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. The Arizona Cardinals are two and a half point favorites on Sunday against the 49ers, even with their quarterback position up in the air. Maybe Vegas knows something we don't. Cardinals favorites. On the road, over under your total, 46 right now. You want to get on any action right now, go to Bet Online. It remains your number one spot for basketball, football, Major League Baseball, playoff, or World Series, I should say. Head to your new updated desktop mobile website. Sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code Locked On. one word, from hoops, football, baseball, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season and beyond. Bet online, the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Von Miller to the Rams, Arizona Cardinals, injuries all across the board. Rodney Hudson could be coming back. Uh, I still will say you can never use enough cornerbacks. I think you can add those offensive linemen. I won't turn my nose up on them. I think that the running game, Maybe you could add somebody to the run game or just another weapon, another guy you can add in, even though the Arizona Cardinals have an embarrassment of riches. And then, of course, that defensive line is a place that you could see the Arizona Cardinals maybe strengthen between now and tomorrow's NFL trade deadline. You start to look across the league, Alex, and the Denver Broncos have sent the message by giving up on Von Miller that they're sellers. And you look at the rest of that roster, some in very intriguing players. I mean, this is a roster that's been built basically – okay, if they could just get a quarterback, uh, they should be really good. So there's a lot of talent outside of the signal caller position on the Broncos roster. I mean, you look in the defensive secondary, you look at the, I mean, where the Arizona Cardinals need to kind of bolster, the, the Broncos kind of have a strength. Like Shelby Harris would be great to add to the teeth of that defense. Yeah, I mean, do you think, I, I feel like it's got to be defense. I feel like yeah. it's got to be defense, regardless of how, you know, the injury concerns on offense. You can never have too many good defensive players, ever, ever, ever. Offense, like the defense has been keeping the Cardinals in games a lot of the time. 
And if you can strengthen that and you can make it a grounded out, grinded out game against the Rams in a couple weeks or when the playoff comes, regardless of who the team is, if you can, like, I trust that this offense can put up 20 points in their sleep. So if you can have a defense that can hold the other team to 19, that goes to my thing of if you score more points than the other team are going to win. So I think like Fletcher Cox is a hot name. Like I, the Cardinals have draft picks. Okay. They have their first and their second next year. And I think at this point, if you can find a difference maker immediately, regardless of, you know, what Jordan Phillips did on Thursday night, we'll see if he can stay healthy for the rest of the season. Lucky Fotu, Rashad Lawrence has been injured, but Lucky Fotu got in the backfield a couple times against Green Bay. So we've seen a push from the inside of the defensive line. I think with a guy like Fletcher Cox, who has that pedigree, that's a target that I'd be like, yeah, let's roll. Obviously, the cornerback room is the one that everybody has to stay healthy or it's going to be problematic. So the safe bet would probably be trying to find a second or third corner who's not getting the PT. You can, you can maybe flip them for a later round pick, a, a day two pick, and make immediate mm-hmm. impact, sure. But I do believe that if they if they should ma- if they need to make a move, it's got to be corner first and then interior of the defensive line second. Yeah. I mean, look, Shelby Harris is a guy that I mentioned. Um, you've got guys like, obviously, not, you're not going to touch the rookies. Ronald Darby signed too lucrative deal. He got three for 30. Is that something you want to bring over in return? He's having an average season in the Broncos defensive secondary, but a guy like Bryce Callahan would be a good addition. You could get him back up to speed. I think a guy who's been a member of this Arizona Cardinals team would uh, on the offensive line and Bobby Massey might be somebody to bring back just for depth because we were seeing it firsthand that this is such a tough time of season. You just need to add players that you know you can rely upon when your starters go down. And, and, and starting to, you know, they didn't necessarily build their lines like a strength, but if you can add on to it and have it something like to where you're not in a position where the Chiefs were like last year with Patrick Mahomes, where you've got second, third stringers trying to protect your quarterback, you know, that's just going to be, that's just going to be a mess that you want to avoid. So do, do you think Kyle pulls off a move between now and tomorrow? Um... I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he's such a like the money isn't there, so they're gonna have to get tricky with with the money because Zacherts took the majority of the rest of it. But yeah, I mean, Aaron Freeman locked on Falcons. The salary cap is a lie. So with what the Rams did, I think that that acts as a as an they have a an lot of guys an, an expediter yeah. of potentially the plan because you don't know what's gonna happen next year. This isn't nothing's guaranteed in this league. So nobody's like, oh, yeah, the Cardinals are set up for at least next year. We have no idea what's going to happen next year. So if you want to continue to have a leg up or you're 50-50 in the arms arms race with the Rams, you make another little move, a little cosmetic move that will help this team not lose ground with them acquiring Von Miller. Yeah. Uh, I think the Dolphins could be a good trade partner. I mean, and we've only seen Jordan Phillips restructured. I mean, you're starting with Jordan Phillips' contract. Like, there are a lot of bigger contracts that you could turn into signing signing bonuses and the guarantee money, all that kind of stuff. The, the Cardinals have enough big contracts and wiggle room so that where they can make most deals work. It, it's just it's doesn't exist now. They can make it exist if they can find somebody to uh, to make a move. It, you know, we 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 were pretty much solid right out of the gates after 
Thursday night's loss that it was, yeah, it was shocking. It was a game that the Arizona Cardinals lost uh, that was within their grasp, uh, that we were kind of surprised they were even in a position to win. But, you know, it, it showed that this team, show, uh, against adversity, they didn't just kind of like cower. They came, they marched 94 yards down the field after a huge goal line stand. That's what you want to see and have it, your your, te- your team give you a chance on both sides of the ball. They have the ability to do that. You know, you look at the variables that went into what what happened, what cost him the game. Yeah, Rondell Moore. I see that in the in the chat. A couple bad plays from him, and then of course the AJ Green debacle at the end. It's like if you can remove that, and the Arizona Cardinals for seven weeks mostly did. You're going to be in a good spot. This Cardinals team is good. If Steve Kime doesn't make a move going forward, they're still in a really good position to still contend in the NFC West. Let's not get crazy here. Uh, but health going forward is going to be the biggest thing. For this organization, you've got your quarterback. He's hobbled. You've got it. Your, as Alex calls your main spine of your offensive line and Rodney Hudson that you need to get back. You have to get him back up to speed. DeAndre Hopkins has to be there because we saw what this offense looks like. Even with all those playmakers, number 10 is what makes it. He's the one that makes it all work. AJ Green becomes more impactful. Rondell Moore, Christian Cork, of course, become way more impactful with DeAndre Hopkins in there and in the lineup. And then on the defensive side, Got to figure it out. You know, J.J. Watt was out. Things looked decent. Sure, they were put in some compromising positions because of the offense or the special teams making a bad play. But at the same time, you know, Chandler Jones needs to start to show up. He has no sacks since his, his season debut in Tennessee. And it's just uh, they got to get more production with J.J. Watt being on the shelf for the bulk of the remainder of the season, potentially. And I then, mean, um, yeah. This, this is a perfect time to play San Francisco. You think? You know, it, yeah, I do. I mean, I think this is like, you know what? Big boy teams go win this game on the road against a team that, you know, came off uh, a win. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo looked fine. He had two rushing touchdowns. He had, he, Debo Samuel is obviously a difference maker when he's healthy. He's really coming into his own as a guy that's not just a yards after the catch guy. Like he's a bona fide deep threat. Now, and we've seen it, you know, uh, peppered in throughout the season. The Cardinals need to go, have to go up to Levi Stadium and instill dominance because if they lose, there's going to be question marks moving forward. Right. And no it's gonna longer. be it's gotta be, it's gotta be mistake free. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's I mean, what you're gonna see in San Francisco, Santa Clara on Sunday, and of course we're gonna be breaking down here all week, is what you saw on Thursday night football. That's how Aaron Rodgers was operating without his top two receivers, is how Jimmy G plays every game. He throws underneath. He just gets rid of the ball. That's what you're going to see. So if you don't make a mistake to compromise your defense and put them in a position to give up 10 points right away, uh, you know, that's – you can win that game. You've already seen it. And, uh, yeah, they just need to do it. They just need to do it. I agree. I agree. 100%. We're going to talk to our guys from Lockdown 49ers. We'll see what if, if they're singing a different tune. Uh, I'm sure they're going to be a little bit happier that Jimmy G's back in the lineup, you know, which is kind of surprising. Uh, but, yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be breaking that down on Thursday. But a lot to talk about between now and then. Trade deadline show tomorrow. Alex, are we live at noon with this? Yeah. Sure. Live, live at noon tomorrow. We're breaking down any deals if the Arizona Cardinals make them. Look out for your Locked On Nows. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel so you don't miss anything. Um, and we appreciate everybody tuning in with us on the live edition of Locked On Cardinals here on uh, on a Monday morning. We'll be live again tomorrow. Probably get back into the swing of recording shows um, on Wednesday and Thursday. 
But that's all boring stuff to you guys. <laughs> all right, now go check out Peacock and Williams to make them your second listen. Thanks for making us your first listen and everybody chiming in on the chat. We really appreciate that. Follow Alex on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow me at B-O-B-R-E-C-K. Bob Rackies is where to find it on Twitter and at Locked On AZ Cards. Guys, have a great rest of your Monday. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Tuesday on Locked On Cardinals.